Hello, ladies and gentlemen. JD here with Ring the Bell Radio. You are listening to, as always, Frank is here in the studio in his usual chair. How you doing over there, Frank? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Um, ringthebellradio.com is where you can find us online, and there you can pick your platform where you could listen to any show we have ever done in the last how many years. So it's going there. I'm not going to name them all, but just go to ringabellradio.com and you can just pick your platform, how you want to listen to it and all that happy stuff. But uh, there, there's a little story I want to tell you here, Frank, but did, but before I get to that, do you, do you know who was hanging out with me here last week? I don't know, but I hope whoever it was wasn't sitting in my chair because it's feeling a little lumpy. Well, they were sitting in your chair. It was your favorite person was here, and we were having a discussion. You Jim know Powers. who I'm talking about. No, 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 not Jim Powers. Our number one fan was here. He stopped by when I was oh. here doing a little work. You that's know who I'm talking about. So well. <laughs> yeah, well, no, 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 no. We did we, so we, we did. We didn't do a show. We just had kind of a discussion. I was here doing some work, and he stopped by, and then we just started talking about some some random things. So, but he's going to be back. Not this week, or not on this show. But he's going to be back. And uh, yeah, it's our number one fan, the man they call Barry. So I know you're excited for that. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I can see the excitement in your face. <laughs> I'm sure everybody's excited about that. Well, well, yeah, why wouldn't you be? But listen to this, Frank. I got a story I want to tell you. All right. Did I ever tell you about my phone call to Sid Vicious? Sid, the Sid Vicious? Yeah, Psycho Sid, Sid Vicious, Sid Justice, whatever you want to call him. The Sid Vicious. The man who rules the world? Yeah, he rules the world with the power bomb. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about that? No, let's hear it. No, no. Well, this was a number of years ago, and I, I, I was watching some old uh, primetime wrestling on the network, and this is why I thought of this, because it was having, uh, uh, I think this was 91 or 92 or something like that, when Sid Vicious came to WWF at Sid Justice. You remember that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And that's what made me think of this this story and I just started reminiscing about oh my gosh I remember when I actually called him on the phone and and like I said it was a number of years back Frank and just to give you an idea of how long ago because I don't remember the exact year my space was still a thing if that gives you an idea mm-hmm. okay 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 so we got the timeline so I'm sitting here at home and this is when we were trying to uh, get wrestlers on the show to interview him, you know, and um, so I'm sitting here at home on my computer, just looking up, Googling anything I can think of, like Sid Vicious, uh, Sid Justice, Psycho Sid booking information, and I find a website, and it's a MySpace website, okay, it's the only thing that was there, and it was something like the real Sid Vicious, and remember when wrestlers or celebrities because there were so many fake accounts out there, they would actually take a picture of themselves with a piece holding up a piece of paper that had the uh, website address that you were on, you mm-hmm. know, so, so you know it was actually theirs. Well, that's what he did. I, I get on there, and, yeah. there's, and there's, there's a profile picture, and then there's this picture posted that 
is him holding like a whiteboard or something that actually had, uh, yes, this is the real Sid and it had the website address. So I was like, okay, this is the real person. So I scroll down and you can go to find like contact info and there was a phone number. It said for bookings, call this number. So, you know, you're thinking this is an uh, agent, right? Uh, call like an, an, agent. an agent or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah like an agent or something. So I went, all right, I wrote it down just in case I could never find this website again, you know, no big deal. So it was just like later in the evening, I went, oh, let me try calling this guy. So I make the phone call and it rings like two or three times. And all of a sudden I hear, hello. And I was just mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, yes, hello. Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, I'm a, uh, um, my name's JD, JD Coach from Ring the Bell Radio. I'm trying to get a book Sid Vicious. Well, that's me. What do you want to know? I'll give you one minute. No kidding. And it kind of threw me off guard that I was talking to the actual Sid Vicious. And so I go, I, you know, dumb me is going, well, hello. And I mean, hello, you know, because I was nervous. I got nervous. I don't know why. But so I went, oh, yeah, like I said, my name's J.D. from Ring the Bell Radio. I was wondering if, you know, we have a wrestling talk show here in Pittsburgh, and we wanted to know if you could call in to be a – we can interview you, blah, 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 blah. He went, well, let me tell you something right now, kid. Call me back in a half an hour. Okay? Bye. Click. (laughs) So I was like, all right, I'll call him back in a half an hour. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I wait 31 minutes because I didn't want to be that weird stalker kid or whatever calling but back you totally 30 minutes were, on the dog. You know. But I totally was. Right, right, right. So yeah. I totally was. So I wait 31 minutes. And so on the 31st minute, I call back again. Ring, ring. Hello. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, Mr. Sid. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Sid, this is JD again. He told me to call back. Uh, he's like, well, hold on, hold on. My wife's not home, and she's the one that writes everything down for me because I don't write everything down. Do me a favor, son. Call me back again in an hour. Click. So I went, all right, I'm calling back again in an hour. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm calling. All I hope right. you have something more prepared this time in an hour. I hope you have. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come I, up I'm thinking to myself going, all right, what's he going to do? Have me say call back Wednesday next time? So anyway, and he's like, okay, so an hour goes by. I, I call back. This is the third time I'm calling back, and this is all in the same evening. Ring. Hello. Hey, Sid, this is JD again from Ring the Bell Radio in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, my wife's home, uh, and she's going to write some stuff down for me. Okay. Now, what, who are you again? I was just like, my name's JD. I have a re- wrestling radio talk show here in Pittsburgh. We'd like to know if you want to come back on as a guest. You know, we could do like a quick, you know, like a 20-minute interview or something like that. He's just like, well, all right, here, here's how this works. And I'm trying to do it. You know how Sid has like that little bit of a southern twang and, his, you know, because he's what, from Arkansas or something like that. And so mm-hmm. he's just like, here's how this works. What's your phone number? Um, so I give him my phone number. He's like, "Here's what's gonna, here's what's gonna happen. 
I'm going to call you back with a list of questions. And you're going to listen to them when I call you back. And after I call you back and read you these questions, I will decide which ones I will answer <laughs> while I'm interviewing you, while you're interviewing me. Bye. Click. So about 40 minutes goes by. My phone rings. It's Sid. So he goes, all right, here, here's how this is going to work. You listening, boy? I was like, yeah, I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> but meanwhile, I'm really nervous because, you know, this is like the fifth time in the same evening I'm talking back to Sid, but he just has this demeanor in his voice that I feel like his, his hand is going to come through the phone and like choke me. Okay. Like that, that's, that's like how, like, I don't want to say tense. Um, but that's how, like, especially because now you gave him your phone number, so in your yeah. mind, you're probably thinking he knows exactly where you live, right? He knows exactly <laughs> where I live, and he's going to show up and like wring my neck or something, right? Mm-hmm. So he goes through these questions with me, you know, and I remember one of the questions was, "Well, here's one where how did you break into wrestling business?" I'm not going to answer that one, so don't ask it to me. <laughs> and just. He's telling you what to ask him. He's telling you. He's but, 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 oh my God. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Um, but the, yeah. But anyway, you got to remember, he came up with his own questions. And then he's telling. That he didn't want to answer. That's the funniest part of it all. He's yeah, yeah, Frank. Exactly. He came up with his own questions, called me back, read them off, and after he read them off, and says, "I'm not going to answer that one, so don't ask it to me." And I'm thinking to myself, "Dude, you're the one that came up with them." (laughs) Maybe he wanted you to ask it so he could say he's not answering. But he told me, this is the screening. He told me beforehand, he's not going to answer this question. And I keep, I'm trying not to laugh going, you came up with the question, dummy. And you basically wrote down your own question and read it to me and told me you weren't going to answer it. Well, I guess he does okay. have half the brain you do, huh? <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and so he's going, he went through about 15 questions with me. Like I said, that's the one that stuck out in my mind. I don't remember all of them. Oh, another one was, was, how did he like um, – what did he think of his, his coming into WWE back in the, in the early 90s? Did he like it or not? You know, he's like, what did I think about the gimmick they gave me as Sid Justice? He's like, well, don't even worry about that one because I'm not going to answer that one anyway. And this is after he read it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, and so we're, I'm on the phone with him for probably about an hour and a half as he's like going through these questions and then he would go off on a tangent about, you know, he'd read the question say, yeah, I'll answer that one. But you know, here's a funny story about this. And then he'd go off. And so we went through all these questions he gave me. And then about an hour and a half later, he's done. And he goes, well, you guys are located where Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Well, my wife has been writing everything down that we've been talking about. And I've come to a decision that, I'm not going to answer any of these questions, so there's no reason for us to even do an interview. All right, have a nice day. Bye. Click. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's a good story. After 
after all of that, that is my phone call to Sid Vicious. So, you know, he, he <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I think he was ribbing that, you, know, J.D. He was ribbing think, I, I seriously do think he was ribbing me. He was just tagging along, and he had uh, never any intention of doing a uh, talk show interview or anything like that. I think he was just messing with me. You know, because the first time him he, I asked him if he remembers that. I, I probably doubt, you know, he could say he probably remembers that, but you actually think he does. No. You know, I really don't think so. But yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, but yeah, that's, that's the Sid Vicious story when I called him. And like I said, it was, it wasn't tense talking to him on the phone. It was just, he had that feeling, like I said earlier, Frank, that his, his hand was going to come through the phone and like start choking you out or something like that, you know? He definitely, so it's a mixture that. between fear and awkwardness. Would you agree with uh, that? Yeah, yes, yes. That's exactly it, Frank. Um, you know, I will say, oh, what was I just going to say? I will say it was just like, just talking to him was interesting. You know, he definitely made sure he was the one in control of the conversation. Okay, like I, it's not that I couldn't get a word in. It was just he, he was he was the one running the conversation, and he let you know it real quick, you know. But come on, I talked to the guy. You know, he's you know when you think back to it, yeah, he's giving me the runaround. Call me back in a half an hour because I don't write stuff down. My wife does, and then I call him back, and he goes, "Oh, I'm gonna get a list of questions. Let me call you back, you know, or something like that, you know." But that's surprising you even got through to him because 91, that's prime time Sid Justice right there. That's like probably the peak of his career. Well, no, 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 no. This, it wasn't 91 I got a hold of him. Um, you know, this was probably about six, seven years ago. Oh, okay. I thought you, you know. said 91. No, 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 no. 91, 92 is when he came in. Like Sid, I think it was 91 when he came over from WCW to WWE. I was going to say uh, 91. You'd have probably yeah, been yeah, a nine-year-old yeah. boy. Yeah, no, like I said, MySpace was still a thing, you know, and like I said, it's probably, like I said, five to seven years ago or something like that, you know, is, and it's when I talked to him. And like you said, I actually got a hold of him and, you know, you brought up even earlier that you would have thought it was an agent's phone or something, but no, it was actually him. But, but, all right. So Frank, we're going to take a quick, quick pause here for a minute. And then I know you have some things you want to talk about. So um right am i is that correct i'm looking at my notes here yeah yeah you yeah you're yeah. shaking your head mm-hmm. yes yeah yeah okay so we'll be right back this is ringing bell radio that i started slaughter and my core of destruction rules the wwf and we do it our way summer slam is going to be Wait a minute, do I understand you to say it does not make any difference who the special guest referee is? None whatsoever. Well, would you like to meet that special guest referee? By all means, I want to meet that special referee for SummerSlam, the match made in half. 
guest referee for the handicap tag, Sid Tustin. Wow, my goodness. Oh, God, I thought you were getting up and walking to the broadcast booth. I thought it was going to be you as a guest referee. Wait a minute, these guys are applauding. I guess we know now where Sid Tustin stands in this whole thing. Presenting arms to Sid Tustin. Justice made his debut. You remember that, Frank? I do. All right. All right. I could see you're itching over there. You have to say something. What's up? Yeah, I'm itching because there's bed bugs all over my chair or something. Sweaty <laughs> prints and everything else. Lumpy ass chair, JD. Well, I I, I I I had nothing to do with it. You know, you can ask you can ask the number one fan when he comes back. You know, I mean, I'm not. We're going to try to get him on the next. He said he would try to stop back on the next show. So whenever he stops in, he stops in. So then you can you can ask him a few questions, I guess. But So, J.D., I know we touch a lot on the golden era, but have you been watching any right. wrestling lately? I, I have a little. I mean, uh, I've, I've been so busy with, with, with uh, this and, you know, doing some other things in life. But I know you were going to bring me up to speed because I just been, I haven't been able to keep up these last couple of weeks as much as I'd like to. Well, I guess Brock Lesnar beats Kofi Kingston in 10 seconds, 9 seconds, something like that. Pretty much a squash I match. I did see that. Yeah. And then who comes out? MMA superstar, UFC superstar, Kane Velasquez. Right. Did you get that at all? Yeah, I did. I did see that. What you're talking about? Yeah, which I thought it was uh, ridiculous how they got Kofi to drop the belt. So that quickly. It, it's I mean, it's that quickly. It's it's almost like uh, they pulled a honky tonk man on him. You know what? Honky tonk man had the belt for. 64 weeks or something like that. And then within 30 seconds, it's like that all got erased. Didn't even have a proper match, you know, and Kofi, I think was having a decent run. Correct. And it's almost, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's almost because they want to do this Vasquez thing and they go against Brock. They, they have them lose it in 10 seconds. And it's almost like your whole uh, championship run was a farce now. And they're making Brock to be above and beyond leaps and bounds, which he is. 
greater right. than any other wrestler, including AEW. Like nobody would stand a chance against Brock Lesnar. He's superior above and beyond. And I think, you know, this Cain Velasquez, he comes out, and I know his history, but he comes out, you know, uh, in the in a run-in with a knee brace on, shirtless, not looking very good at all, you know? No, he didn't not, look too impressive. Nah, they should have maybe kept his clothes on for a couple more weeks, you know, until they build it up a little bit more. But, you know, if right. WWE was smart, which they're not, if they had Brock, beat Kane, then that would put him to, you know, being the best in UFC and WWE. So that would put him above and beyond everything. But they're going to push right. this Kane Velasquez. But I really, I mean, it just, he did not look impressive. He looks like he's already beat up and battered. And I hear he, they signed a long-term deal with him. And, you know, Kane is a very good MMA guy, but I just don't see any how can I say charisma out of this guy? You know, in you know the, in I just this day don't know age, how they're going to yeah. make it work. In this day and age, he doesn't fit the mold of what a wrestler should look like. You know, now he really, really does. 30, 30 years ago, when you had guys like Andre and the one man gang and, you know, stuff, you know, gentlemen like that, um, not everyone was defined like Hulk Hogan. You know what I mean? And um, they they were wrestlers. You know, they, they weren't all built like Hogan or Batista or Brock. But this day and age, 2019, he doesn't have the look. And I'm sorry to say that has a lot to do with it now just because of how wrestling is. You know, he doesn't have a lot of definition. He didn't look good. I, so I agree with you on that one. Well, Vince will get his hands on him and uh, convince him to, you know, build up a little muscle. And I'm sure he will, but it's going to still take some time. I just don't see him, you know, he's not very impressive looking-wise. I don't think he'll adapt well to the wrestling style, as others did. I mean, I know you didn't like Ronda Rousey, but, hey, at least she made the stuff look believable. Ken Shamrock, UFC fighter, he molded well into a wrestler. I mean, you have to admit that, you know, coming from a UFC background, he actually did pretty good, you know? Um, right, Even right, Dan right. Savern wasn't a very good uh, with, you know, charisma and everything like that. I just, I think he's going to be the worst of the of the crossovers. And uh, from well, what I hear, well, he well, did sign beat, a yeah. long-term deal. Well, you, like you say, Shamrock did a, did a good crossover, okay? Because... They, they took the time with Shamrock. Now, when that started being the thing, because honestly, you know, what was that, back during the war, the Monday Night War? Mm-hmm. I really didn't. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I really didn't know what UFC was. Like, I knew it, but I didn't know anything about it, you know. And then all of a sudden, he was the first. And, but they took his time with it. There was no rush. Um, and then when Dan the Beast came in, yeah, he was a big guy, but I don't think that he – Never, what's the word I'm looking for, Frank? He never went over as good as they wanted him to go. You, you get what I'm saying? Or it was it was real like one dimensional. He was he was limited what he can do in that ring. Um, and I think he's gonna. I think you know he would do better than Kane. I I just don't see it. I mean, and the funny thing is, all he did was walk out to the ring and tackle Brock, and I, and I could tell right off the start that he's gonna have a long life in the WWE, and he's gonna hate 
riding with the circus. I, I just don't think it's going to be a good fit. Yeah. For yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we all know Vince. They're 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 scrambling right now. This is just my personal opinion. They're scrambling right now because of AEW. Okay. When Impact was when Impact started becoming somewhat of a presence, TNA Impact, whatever the hell you want to call it, you didn't see major things changing. Now all of a sudden AEW is there. They're already now. How long has AEW been around? Not long. Okay, and they're back no. They've probably TV been on now. regular TV for about three weeks now, right? Okay, three, three four weeks. weeks. The, comp- the company itself, being known, hasn't been around long. We'll say months. You know, well, more than months, but you know what I mean. Like as far as getting uh, them pumping out the exposure and everything like that. Um, they have already. Whoops, sorry. They have already are more of a commanding presence than TNA has ever been, or I'm sorry, Impact has ever been. And how long yes. has Impact been around? You know, I are mean, Impact, that's a joke. Yeah, they're still around. You'll never have to worry about them. But all of a sudden, like, there was something I saw that after AEW's first Wednesday night on TNT, WWE actually released a statement congratulating them, right? Is that right? Mm -hmm. It was a congratulatory statement. And I just went, whoa, have things changed? Because I was like, the Vince McMahon that I knew would have never even acknowledged their existence. And then all of a sudden, you know, you got them uh, congratulating him. So maybe, you know, Vince always stays with the times. Maybe he's trying a different strategic plan here. I don't know. But, um, how bad does Jericho look? He looks bad, and he's always criticizing everybody else. That's the funny thing. But, you know, he doesn't need to anymore. You know, he's – No, he doesn't need to he's anymore. Chris he's doing it for fun now. Yeah, he's Chris Jericho. He doesn't need to do it, but I, I, I saw him last couple times on AEW, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Well, he's how old now? But still. And at least I will say um, about Chris Jericho, at least he can – he changes, you know, he gets a different look. And I think the look, look right. that he's going with right now suits him. He's, he looks like a rock and roll star, you know? Right, right, right. And who can't love a little bit of bubbly? You know, that's some funny stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. AEW something, and they're going places. They got the financial backing. They got Cody Rhodes, who's, you know, he's – He's good with all the other wrestlers. Everybody loves him. And the fans, from what I noticed, they're into it. I mean, they are, they're all like one solid unit, and they're not opposed to AEW. They're with them, unlike a lot of fans at WWE where they're rooting against them. But it, it all seems like they're um, a well-oiled machine that, you know, is doing very well. Right. And, you know, you you know how I am. I don't care about the gimmicks. I don't care about the theatrics. What do I always say, Frank? I'm more about the wrestling. You like the wrestling. And, and see, I like that's the wrestling. Why me and you are a good team in a sense because I'm the opposite. I love the storyline. I, I, I sometimes, the wrestling, it's like, uh, blah, 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 same shit, same stuff, yeah. you know. 
different moveset, not really, but you, you know, um, I like the storylines. But yeah. AEW definitely no, gives not, it a good mix. I'm not saying I don't think some of the theat, you know, the theatrics and storylines aren't cool, but it's just how I watch wrestling now. What do I always say, Frank, when when we're all together watching a pay per view or do we go to a uh, a wrestling, whether it be an independent show or a WWE house show or whatnot. What do I always say? Oh my you like God, the just shut up. Actual wrestling. You always <laughs> hear me say, oh my God, just shut up and wrestle. Get to the ring and yeah. wrestle already. You know, I'm like, you shouldn't, mm. come on. You take 10 minutes to get down to the ring. Well, not 10 minutes, but you take, you take all that time to get down to the ring. Then you're on the mic for how long? And I'm like, just shut up and wrestle. Come on. That's why mm. I like those independent shows so much. I mean, yes, you're going to yeah. have them on the mic. You're going to have them doing it. But I'll I'll pick going to an independent show over a uh, WWE or, well, I've yet to been to an AEW show, which I know they're coming to town. But, um, you know, I'll pick an indie show, an independent promotion over, over going to a WWE anytime because you're actually going to see wrestling, you know. Up close and personal, like – the Angel oh, Gate will yeah, be yeah. here October 26th at the Beacon Street in McKeesport, PA. There's a plug for you. <laughs> but no, I think I think AEW is right on, you know, and you know, and of course it's all the fans. Remember, we're 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 veterans of watching the first war, you know, between Vince and Ted Turner, and. It's all the fans now that are the ones going, oh, it's the Wednesday night war. It's going to be the second wrestling war. And I'm just like, no, you can't sit there and say, oh, the, the, this conflict's going to start happening now, you know, because look how long WCW and WWE were around before they went to quote unquote battle. You know, I mean, for years, no one cared about ratings. No one cared about who outdid the other one. And then all of a sudden it became about whose ratings are better. You see where I'm going with that. I do. Yeah. So how about the storyline with Rusev, Bobby Lashley, and his wife, Lena? Oh, please bring the viewers up to speed on that one. This is this is gonna be good. Do you remember, you know, how they did with Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, and Lita? Yeah, I remember that. Well, tell us a little bit about it. What did you think? Tell, tell me about that. Well, I just remember now uh, bah, 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 bah. Matt and Lita were together in real life, not just wrestling life, real life, correct? Yeah. Correct. And so uh, what was it? See, this is all from memory here. Well, they did something where I don't know if it was Vince's idea, but anyway, Edge and Lita started getting got together, and it became what where Matt became legitimately jealous, and he was getting upset, right? Right. And I mean the story the storyline was great because they were running a, they were they were starting it off to where it was oh well you know yes Matt and Lita were together in real life and that. But we're going to do something like, oh, Lita's going to run off with Edge now, but she actually did run off with Edge. So what did they do? Matt started getting so pissed off in real life. What did they do? They fired him. Then he comes back and attacks Edge, which 
Yeah. We really don't know if that was real or scripted because it looked legitimate. Because, yeah, yeah, it all started out as a storyline. Because remember, they remember Edge and Lita were doing all that. Oh, we're going to have, uh, we're going to do the funky monkey in front of everyone in the middle of the ring. And they were doing all that risque stuff, you know. And But, yeah, you're right, though. He came back and you don't know if that was for real, I'm going to kick your ass, or is this for the, for the business, you know. But that's what's going on sort of with uh, Rusev and Lena. And, uh, that's Lashley. exactly what's going I, on. You know, they're making them watch uh, on the big screen. You know, Rusev's in the middle of the ring, then it cuts over to his wife where, you know, right. her and Bobby Lashley are kissing, making out, massages. And I, I don't care, but, you know, it's got to bother you. It would bother me. You, you know. Okay, it, I was like, just yeah. gonna say. I was just gonna say, Frank. What if you're, you're, you know, you're down at. For those of you that don't know already, you know, Frank's a wrestler. We're just gonna say it right now. Um, uh, you didn't mind that I said that. No, of course you didn't. Um, what if, what if you you were doing uh, an angle with uh, your wife, you and your wife. And then all of a sudden, it was the storyline had to be where she was hanging out with one of your adversaries, and then you had to watch them making out and all that. Wouldn't that bug you? I think you'd be kind of getting be, hot I would be more like the Macho Man Randy Savage of, of the wrestling world. You know what I mean? Ooh, I, what are you doing there, Lou? Yeah, it wouldn't really, it really fly with this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I don't you know, like it. <laughs> No, you know, yeah. I mean, just like Vince likes doing brother, it. Brother, brother, brother. He, he likes doing it because it's an emotional thing. Like, remember, you know, Linda's there in a comatose state in a wheelchair, and he's there making out with Trish yeah. Stratus right in front of his wife. Like, he really likes to mess with people's emotions. And Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what to think of it. I, I think it's on one hand, I'm like, this is great and entertaining. On the other sense, I'm like, Man, this would really suck. Hey, Frank. And I think half the time he does it. Hold on. Were you expecting someone? Hold on. There was just someone knocking at the studio door. Maybe it's Skeeva. Let him in. Yeah. What? Yeah. All right. No, he's not here. Is it the bill collectors? No, that was someone looking for Skeeva. Uh-oh. Who do you have looking you didn't tell for Skiba? No, he wasn't looking Everybody for anybody. He was for looking Skiba. for Skiba. Actually, right. Skiba's usually looking for people. <laughs> but but no, anyway, anyway, that was that was awkward, you know, cuz we yeah, anyway, someone was looking for Skiba, you know. I don't know, guy in a suit. So, maybe it was his boss. Maybe he's going to no, pay him some money. Boss. Yeah, maybe he was going to pay him some money. I don't know. But, no, I get what you're saying about uh, that's not going to fly with that guy there, Liz. Brother, brother, brother. You know, I get what you're not saying. Okay. Yeah, but. Well, okay, Frank, I think uh, we're coming up here, so. Already? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's time It's time to wrap up and go home. Already. Wow. So, yep, yep, yep. So, uh, as always. Ringthebellradio.com. Send us an email, ringthebellradio at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and all that happy stuff. And 
And do you have anything left to say, Frank, before we get out of here? No, nah, I got I got to give Ke- a Skiva a call. I got I got to see if someone's yeah, looking yeah. for him. Give Skiva a call. Let him know someone's looking for him. You know. So, but all right. Till next time, ladies and gents. You have been listening to Ring the Bell Radio. I'm JD, and for the one that's always Frank, sitting over there in his chair. You weren't running in place today. You're always mm, running in place. Uh, you weren't training today. All I'm right, taking it easy. Okay. So for the one that's always Frank. You have been listening to Ring the Bell Radio. We'll catch you next time. Later.